0: I'm binging Oren High School Host Club.
1: That's right. You did tell me. You (laughs) sent me messages about how dramatic they are. They're so dramatic. These
0: boys are hilarious.
1: Hello, and welcome to Okay, But Hear Me Out, a healthy conversation podcast about our favorite fandoms and latest obsessions. I'm your host, Cassie. And I'm Lisa. And on this podcast, my friends and I will be trying to convince each other to dive into our latest favorites, though I have a problematic part of that line. I say latest favorites, but it's just all the favorites because none of them, not none of them, but a good chunk of them are not that latest. Some of them are quite oldest. (laughs) But continue. Continue.
0: This podcast is mostly geared towards anime slash manga. However, we have
1: many other not-so-guilty pleasures we'd be happy to share. woo Now, if you're new to this podcast, then we need to tell you the rule. I know. We're so awful. We have a rule. We're so boring. How old school? We have a rule of the podcast. I think it's a pretty good rule, so we're going to keep it. And it is that our feelings are canon. This means that our feelings are real to those that are feeling them. So we shouldn't bash others from having ones that are different than ourselves or you. I think this is, was a pretty big role with fairy tale, which we talked about last time, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that just don't like it. And I was like, that's totally fine. You cannot like it. But please don't bash me for liking it. Our feel, I feel the way I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is the role. We just respect each other's thoughts and opinions, even if people like stuff that's different than us. <laughs> so today it's all lisa yay what are you gonna talk about lisa so today i'm going to talk about inuyasha Woo! Mm. (laughs) yeah actually i laugh at myself you remember that time during the last recording when we were (laughs) when we were with your sister and i was like yeah i'm gonna have questions ready i haven't done any of that uh probably because one i have been so tired between like work and everything else and my allergies have been fully trying to murder me um i have gone through four boxes of tissues in like a week and a half yeah (laughs) it has been keeping me up at night it's fine um but also i've been starting to prepare for our next episode and i have already watched four different animes (laughs) to prepare for it and i still have three more to go at the least (laughs) <laughs> I don't think I watched any animes for the next one. I think I read a lot. We'll find out. We'll find out. Yep. We can talk about it after we talk about Inuyasha. Ooh. So, Lisa, take it away. <clears throat> Convince me. Because for, for, I guess, for background for the audience, mm-hmm. the listeners, whoever is, lo- if I say watching, whoever's listening to this, I know about Inuyasha. We've discussed it, I think, in previous episodes. Mm-hmm. I know about it. I know the gist of it. I have never watched it all the way through. I think I watched a movie because my brother had it on DVD. My brother likes Inuyasha. I don't think he's watched it all the way through either. But I have watched like a couple of things, but I've never watched it all the way through. So tell me about it, Lisa. Hit me. So Inuyasha is a fantasy shounen
0: by Rumiko Takahashi. I hope I say her name. One of the best authors. Yeah. I adore this mangaka who has been in the game for years, and I'm gonna get to her later. (laughs) So this anime, or manga, focuses on a young 15-year-old Kagome, a girl who is from the modern area, who is transported to Feudal Japan after falling into a well in her family's shrine. There she meets half dog demon, half human, Inuyasha, and together they go on a quest to collect the fragments of the sacred Shikan jewel that Kagome accidentally shattered across Japan. They are trying to stop it from falling in the hands of evil demons,
1: including the evil Naraku. Ooh, Ooh I remember that name. I remember he's a pain in the butt. He's such a pain in the butt. He's is it? Doesn't he wear like a mask? Yes and no. Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. He's a lot. I'll explain a bit why. Okay. So. Continue. One of the reasons I love it is to me, it's a classic fantasy action adventure shounen. <laughs> lots of fights, lots of journeys. They go on adventure. Um, for most of the episodes, they keep you engaged in the show, and it's extremely entertaining, like that's fairy right. tale. Yeah,
1: <laughs> very, very action much.
0: adventure based. Yeah, it has in the earlier episodes. It kind of falls into like a monster of the week type of trope, which I enjoyed mm-hmm. when I was a kid. But it keeps.
1: I see more. that because you like Sailor Moon, and that's exactly. very much monster of the week. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And it keeps me engaged. So it is also one of my favorite shounen animes where romance is a central part of the story. It doesn't start that way. Yeah, it doesn't start that way. But the relationship between Kagome and Inuyasha develops and it very much impacts the plot. More so sometimes, in my opinion, than what they're actually doing.
1: (laughs) I've never thought about that because, I mean, we talk about it all the time that, you know, Shonen is Shonen. Like love is not really the focus, mm-hmm. but I love when they sprinkle it in. But yeah, it does kind of because they're like the main couple, except what's her name keeps trying to ruin it. Yes. Yeah. Kikio. Kikio. Yeah, I got there. Yeah. So
0: that's another part of like this show why I like because I enjoy the characters of the season of the seasons. <laughs> the characters of the series. Obviously we <laughs> of have the seasons. Of the season. You know, they only stay for one season. <laughs> Obviously, we have Kagome and Inuyasha, our protagonists. Now, even though the show is called Inuyasha, it is very much about Kagome, very similar to a fairy tale. How a lot of people don't seem to realize or remember that Lucy's the main MC, mm-hmm. but Inuyasha is, in fact, about Kagome.
1: It you starts know, off from
0: her. Another her thing that I
1: didn't think about, because you're right.
0: Yeah, a lot of people don't, which, which is fair, because Inuyasha is also a the like protagonist and MC, but. The main story starts with Kagome, like yeah. her falling through the well, the Shikan jewel being in her body, her accidentally shattering it. She propels the story forward. Yeah. You know, it's about her journey and her development, essentially, from being this naive, modern girl who gets transported back in time and has to fight these monsters and what have you. But besides Kagome and Inuyasha, who, well, I'll start with Inuyasha, he was the beginning of my white-haired anime love. Mm, right yes 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 (laughs) yes to me he is the blueprint he is the reason I love white-haired characters also the fact that he's half dog demons and you know how I love dogs so he checks all the boxes for me I adore him (laughs) Kagome is a very fun protagonist to follow I enjoy her journey of watching her like I said be a naive modern girl and learn to navigate this feudal Japan that she's thrust into that has magic and demons and all this stuff that you wouldn't think modern teenagers would have to deal with. Because the initial manga is set in 1997. Just a forewarning for anyone who didn't know that.
1: <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. So, um, I
0: also... Also because like- my
1: brain is tired, I heard 1970s. And I was like, no. what? <laughs> 1997. My 1997. brain has caught up. Continue.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then you have other characters that they meet because it is like a journey and an action in. So, on their journey, they meet a different different people and a bunch of people join their group so they meet moroku who is a monk who has his own twisted past with naraku he has this secret power called the wind tunnel in his hand it's a curse of his family you meet sango she is a demon slayer love her she is so cool like she's one of my absolute favorite characters of the series and then we have best boy shippo he's a young kitsune. That is saved by Inuyasha after being attacked by two other demons who have a fragment of the Shikan jewel. He is my, actually my second favorite character in this show. The first being Inuyasha, in case I didn't okay. make care.
1: I <laughs> mean, I do remember liking Shippo just because he's tiny and small and a fox.
0: Yeah, he's so cute and precious. I adore him. And he makes, he makes Inuyasha's life like a living hell. He's like a little brother. <laughs> and it's adorable. The little jokes he plays on him. That's so cute.
1: That's fair. I think the only thing I remember about the characters, obviously, I just told you that Shippo, I remember, he's just a cute little fox demon Mm -hmm. boy. And then I just remember Mm Moroku. Moroku being a pervert sage monk person. And then Sango, I just remember having a really cool giant boomerang. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to, I had had never watched the show at that point, but I saw, you know, it was really popular when we were in middle school. And I (laughs) wanted to make her Her uh, boomerang so bad for literally no reason other than the fact that I thought it was cool. No, that's completely valid. If I ever cosplay her, I want to make it. Or
0: I have a friend of mine who wants to go to a con. She wants to cosplay Sango and I want to do Inyasha. And I'm like, I'm going to make our weapons. I promise.
1: (laughs) Fun fact, I actually did. uh, My friend, one of my friends at the time, her aunt or aunt made her like a priestess costume and one year I did wear it because I had no costume, and I wasn't expecting to go trick or treating. And they're like, "Yeah, let's go." And I was like, "Okay, I don't have a costume. Like, wear this." <laughs> so I have been in the the white top and the mm-hmm. I, think it's a, I think it's called a hakama. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna have to look it up because I would feel I feel so guilty if I <laughs> if I said that wrong or it's the wrong outfit. But yeah. yeah, I read the read the or wore the white top and the red bottoms. See, my problem is I would love
0: to. Cosplay as Kagome with that, but because she is technically not technically she is she's the reincarnation of Kikyo. So if I was to do that, I'd pretty much be confused for Kikyo.
1: <laughs> That's fair. I feel like if you're gonna do Kagome, you have to do her sailor outfit. Yeah.
0: So Kikyo is another character that comes around a lot, who I enjoy as an antagonist, but her as a but character not as an actual character. Yeah, I just. Because, like, I'm a hopeless romantic, and like I said, the romance of Inuyasha is a subplot, so I am I want their ship, they're my ship, they're endgame. I want Kagome and Inuyasha together, so every time she's around, it annoys me. So for those who <laughs> don't know, <laughs> spoilers for this older show.
1: 20-year-old um, anime. <laughs> yeah.
0: Kagome is the reincarnation of Inuyasha's first love, Kikyo. And the beginning of the story, there's a whole mix up between Inuyasha and Kagome, so they kind of die hating each other. And then Kikyo gets resurrected, and she still has all this, like, hate in her soul, and she's kind of just, like, a clay body, but she's around. And her being around and Kagome being around Inuyasha confuses him sometimes.
1: And well, he kind is a teenage of, boy, and yeah, they're easily confused. Him. Yeah, and he is... <laughs> I hate to say that. I mean,
0: <laughs> girls can't be two. No, but... I get that. But it's because a lot of people like, here's part of the reason why Inuyasha is one of my favorite characters because of his development. A lot of people like to brush him off because he's like so rude and brash. And I'm like, if you've read the manga or watched the series, you know, you've seen his backstory and why he is the way that he was. His father died the day he was born. His mom was pretty much ridiculed because she was a noble woman who lowered herself in the terms of the society to having a child with a demon resulting Mm. in a half demon child so she was like a single mom raising this half demon child that no one liked human demons and then she died when he was really young so he kind of had to like grow up really fast and he had a really rough childhood
1: also his brother hates him his
0: (laughs) brother who is a full demon who's a a character who I also I love but hate at the same time. So that's fair. But he, you know, he had a hard childhood and he was very brash because he expected the world to just be against him. So he always had this chip on his shoulder, and he meets Kikyo, and he can see that they could possibly have a
1: future together. And
0: then through manipulation of Naraku,
1: I was gonna say lies and deception. Right? Yeah. I don't really, I don't really know or remember. Well, I'm, I don't want to like give it away if you do decide to watch it that's <laughs> well, fair it's yeah. kind of on the list of because since i'm kind of going down that road of like watching older stuff besides demon yeah. slayer i've kind of <laughs> just decided maybe i should just watch older stuff for my channel it's was... on the list of yeah. things
0: so but through like manipulation tactics of naraku they turn against each other so at the beginning of the story essentially inuyasha is pinned to a sacred tree by kikio's arrow And she was attacked previously. You kind of don't see that until later on. And she succumbs to her wounds, unfortunately. So they both die thinking the other betrayed them through manipulation of Naraku. And then when he wakes up 50 years later, like the world has changed a little bit. Kagome is right in front of him who looks like a spitting image of his dead first love. Who he thought he would have a future with. And, you know, like that can rile up a lot of feelings in you. A lot of confusion and Hesitation and things. And then Kikyo gets resurrected and she's just there all the time. And her main goal is to, like, drag Inuyasha down
1: to hell with her. Okay. I have a question about that, though. Yeah. Because if Kagome... I mean, granted, this could get into some really, like, deep, maybe psychological, like, Mm -hmm. religious stuff. But if Kikyo was resurrected Mm -hmm. into Kagome, theoretically, how could she have been resurrected if her soul has passed on <laughs> well see that's the thing
0: kagome's like soul kind of gets split a little bit so part ah. of it goes into her little goes into kikyo's clay body because not her real body her real body was burned she was cremated with the sacred jewel
1: mm.
0: demon makes a clay body of K- uh, kikyo and kind of takes a bit of kagome's soul because kagome is the reincarnation of her into that body so part of her Kikio's like Problem with wandering the earth is she has to collect souls to sustain her body.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. I was like, how is that? Maybe getting too deep into the religious (laughs) factor of how things work, but okay, understanding. Continue. So yeah. So she's a character that's like there, not like
0: there. She's there's a reason she's there, but she annoys me. As I like her as an antagonist, I like her as a plot point that Inuyasha and Kagome have to work through. But also, I'm just like, I want them together. Go away. You are a walking corpse. (laughs) You're just confusing him. You're not going to be like, you literally have no future together. Like, you're dead, unfortunately. And he doesn't really get closure from the fact that she died because she's literally in front of him. Yeah. And then we have other characters that I enjoy, like Naraku, who is one of my favorite anime antagonists, although I do hate him as a character, like I do with most of my antagonists. That's (laughs) fair. Because he's just there. <laughs> you won't go away. Like the, Which is the point. Mm, but like, sounds you like always, another
1: antagonist I know from another show.
0: <laughs> it's just like you think they'll, this group of people will have like a moment of peace. And he's like, nope, here I am. Still making your life a living hell. That's and exactly how I feel about another character from another show. <laughs> yeah. And it gets annoying because he's kind of like a puppet master as well. And he'll be in an area, supposedly. And they will think they defeated him, and they will go and be like, yes, we're going to defeat him, and they'll attack him, but it's like a puppet. So, like, he did all this damage, but he was never actually there, and that happens so often in the series,
1: and it's so uh, One of those plot devices that gets him out of, or having to create, like, a new antagonist. It's just, ah, mm-hmm. yes, actually, we're just going to come back to life. And it's so frustrating, because, like... He's, well, I love it. That's but how I, I feel about Orochimaru. He just doesn't go away. I love Orochimaru. No. <laughs> I can't okay. believe we're related. Continue. Okay.
0: <laughs> so besides the characters, they're great. there's a great cast of characters. You meet a bunch in this series. You do have the main group, Inuyasha, Kagome, Maroku, Sango, Shippo. And then you meet a cast of characters as you go along. So you meet Shishomaru, Inuyasha's brother. But we love him sometimes. <laughs> He's another. He's not really an antagonist, but him and Inuyasha don't have a good relationship, and it's always on site with both of them, which is hilarious. The reason being is Ru wants the sword that Inuyasha was given by his dad. So he, their dad, who was like a great demon lord, had two swords, and he gave the bigger one. I'm gonna go with to Inuyasha and sword. Oh, right, wants the Saiga or titsaiga. something like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm so on it for I so. <laughs> I'm so yes. proud of myself. Yes. Continue. So he
0: has the Tetsaiga, which is a sword made out of his fang. It's powerful. And its main purpose is to like protect humans. Like I believe, if I remember correctly, he created the sword to help protect Inuyasha's mother. Uh. He gave that to Inuyasha because he is half human, obviously. Shishomaru doesn't like humans. Like He thinks they're the scum of the earth. So he didn't think his that son should inherit that. So he gets the Tetsaiga which can bring people back to life once. Like after they die, he can cut away the afterlife demons and they are resurrected.
1: I have but so many questions. Once. Yeah. Okay. First, why does Shoshamaru want it if he hates humans? Why would he want a sword that protects humans?
0: He, because it's a more powerful sword because his sword that he was given, the Tetsa- Tetsaga, is more offensive. No, it, it's not really a fighting sword. Like you don't use it to fight. Mm. You use it to heal, if you will. Mm. He doesn't want that. He wants to fight. And he's vindictive. <laughs> he's very vindictive. He wants to fight. He also hates his brother. So the fact that his brother got the better sword makes him angry. Like, he's okay. red. He doesn't Set- want it to protect <laughs> humans. He just wants it because it's a stronger sword.
1: Gotcha. Okay. So, you know, normal brother stuff. Yeah. Second question. Uh-huh. Doesn't he end up having a human tag along with him all the time? And he doesn't hate her.
0: Correct. There is another character that comes up. Her name is Rin. She is an adorable little girl. And something about her just tugs at Shoshamaru's heartstrings where he can tolerate her and she becomes kind of like his lackey. Ah. Uh, yeah.
1: He's, okay. He gets. I mean, you don't have to say anymore because that's <laughs> like just logic. Like, oh, yeah, there's just something about this one person.
0: Yeah. It's just this one little human. And he was just like... I don't know. Some you means I want to save her, and he doesn't really like, explain it ever because he has another little lackey named Jackin, a little toad demon who's like.
1: Oh, I undling. think I remember him. Yeah, he's, he's a always tiny little really ugly annoying. Thing.
0: Very annoying. He thinks Shishamru like walks on clouds, and the world should bend at his feet. And he hates the fact that Ru is just like hmm, this little human. I I want roll want her, and he's like, "Well, why? She's just a human." He goes, "Don't worry about it. Don't question me." And then Jockin's like, "You're right, my lord. How dare I question you?" <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> he's one of those. He's one of those. One of those. Okay. And
0: cool, Rin cool, seems cool. to be, like, one of the only characters that isn't, like, afraid of Shoshonro. Because everyone else is afraid of him. Because he is a really powerful dog demon. Looks just like his dad. He can turn into this giant dog demon. You know, super powerful. And he's always... He doesn't smile. He's a very stoic character. So everyone's kind of always afraid of him. And Rin's just like, nope, little Shoshonro's there. Hey. How are you? Whatever. <laughs> like, it doesn't phase her at all. She's, yeah. Yeah. Those are the characters. There's a bunch more that I didn't get like the Band of 7, Koga who's a wolf demon who comes back and forth and kind of rivals Uyasha for Kagome's affections, but not really. Uh, does he wear
1: <laughs> like a loincloth
0: or something like that? <laughs> he, he wears more than a loincloth, but yes. <laughs> yeah, the 22. Like this is one of a few animes that has like a, a ensemble of characters and most of them I remember. But also I've been watching this anime since I was like 8. So Obviously, they're going to stick Slow in Slow
1: clapping head. for Lisa. For she me. remembers the names. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So besides the characters who I love, because there's just so many of them, and there's, some of them have really good qualities, some of them don't, but they keep you engaged in the story. If romance is not your thing, because like I mentioned earlier, romance is a subplot of the story. It also has good fight scenes. They're extremely entertaining, especially since the fight scenes evolve with the show, because I... I find that sometimes, like, a lot of fighting animes, they don't evolve that well. (laughs) But in my opinion, I believe
1: Inuyasha does. Like, he starts out the series. How do you mean? I'm sorry. Elaborate. Like, evolve how?
0: Well, they, like, besides, like, fighting. Because, like I was saying, Inuyasha starts the show fighting with, like, just his claws, you know? He's still strong. Uh And then he gains a Tetsaiga, and he fights with the Tetsaiga after he agrees to protect Kagome. Because it kind of gets activated after he's, like, trying to protect Kagome. And then with his sword, it evolves with different types of moves throughout the series. He doesn't have, like, one single swing. And everyone, just to say, if he has, like, the wind scar, the backlash waves, he combines some attacks with Kagome's sacred arrows. The sword itself gets stronger as he does. And because of that, so do the fights.
1: Okay. He just learns different moves, like a Pokemon. Got he's it. a Pokemon, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he does. He could look like a Pokemon sometimes. <laughs> well, no. And I think that's that's a pretty, uh, a, I guess, a common-ish, maybe not that common, but a semi-common-ish thing amongst Shonen where you like, as you develop and grow stronger and whatever it is you're doing, whether that be fantasy or real life or whatever, you just yeah. learn new techniques. No, it's
0: true. I just sometimes find that a lot of like the techniques take a really long time. So they're fighting like the same move forever and granted inuyasha kind of does that sometimes too because the series is long it's a longer yeah yeah so the fighting i enjoy um i believe it's cool i enjoy it also with the progression of kagome because like i mentioned earlier she starts out as a modern teenage girl so why does she have any fighting experience you know she gets thrust into this world and then she because she is the reincarnation of kikyo who was a very powerful priestess she also has some of those priestess powers so those spiritual powers develop throughout the series as well as her bow and arrow skill because kikyo was also a skilled archer so kagomi also develops that skill as she goes along to try to be helpful you know she doesn't want to be the damsel in distress that's another reason why i love her she's not a damsel like she thrust into this new world and even though she was like immediately like, oh, I want to go home because this seems weird. She was on it to try to like save anyone. Like there's a centipede demon that attacks her at the beginning. And she's like, I feel no. like
1: I really remember that.
0: That's the very first episode. And she okay, she immediately jumps up and goes, oh, I need to get these people, not these people. I need to get this demon away from this village of people. So she essentially distracts the demons like, hey, you want me? Run after me. You know, most people would cry or scream if a demon. I
1: would. It's a giant freaking centipede. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Trying to eat you. And she's just like, nope, I'm going to go. This group of people are in danger. Follow me. You know, you clearly want me. She's great. So that like, that's one of the things I like about her is her development. She's not a damsel. She's not just this scared little girl. She is actually like a fully formed, full-fledged character who is just like, okay, this is what's going on. We're gonna make the best of it to help these people because she's just that's how she is. She's super nice and caring, and that's part of the reason why Inuyasha falls in love with her favorite shit. One of them, love these people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we did talk about that in OTP land. We did. I love this
0: couple. (laughs) And uh, my thing is with this couple, because here's one of like kind of like my wrap up points I know people tend to think that Inuyasha is not the best of a love interest because of how he treated Kagome with Kikio being around because like almost anytime Kikio would come, he would like run after her. And in my response to that, is I'm like, Hey, he's a 17 year old boy mentally. Yeah. He's technically about 67 in actual years because he was in a tr- frozen to a tree for 50, 50 years, but he's a 17 year old boy. She was his first love. She died. He didn't really get closure on that. And then she comes back and she's essentially saying all the things that he wanted her to say, Before she died. (laughs) So he's confused about it. And it sucks because like Kagome doesn't know all of this at the beginning. Yeah. All she sees is this guy that she is somewhat developing feelings for constantly running away. And she also feels inferior because she knows she's the reincarnation of Kikyo. So she thinks that she's always going to be second because he's going to look at her and just think she's Kikyo.
1: Which is not the case. That is really sad. It is very Um, sad. um, I'm thinking about it too because like I think from that perspective you have to also think about you know I'm sure everybody has had a person that they really care about in their life pass and like imagine like the last thing you said to them wasn't great like if you Mm -hmm. had a fight or something you know they say that all the time in TV shows when somebody dies and they're like oh the last thing I said was like really mean and now I can never take it back like just imagine that you had a big fight with somebody that you really care about and then they passed, and then all of a sudden they got brought back to life. What are the things you want to say? What yeah. are the things you would want to do? Yep. I think that would be very difficult. I don't think I would know what to do.
0: Yeah, it's, it is a little tragic. And they do get through it. Like I said, they are endgame. But I wish a lot of people <laughs> would like realize the nuances of their relationship, especially with these three, you know? And yeah. a lot of it for Kikyo as well. She is kind of just a ball of negative emotion. And she's very manipulative, this new version of her. Like, her old version was not. But this new yeah. version of her is very manipulative. So people should also remember, like, she's not going in this with the best interest's heart. She wants Inuyasha to die. She thinks yeah. that'll make her anger go away. And then without giving away too much, even when it's revealed why Naraku did what he did, they, she still is, like, holding on to this anger. Like, she has all the tools to be like, okay, maybe I can forgive him or I can do something else. But she just decides to hold on to it. So she's kind of, like, stuck. And she has uh, no way to move on, essentially. like her, and, Yeah,
1: her soul can't move on.
0: Essentially. And it's, like, not even her fault and it's not Anyasha's fault. But just imagine having someone you really cared about, like, die and then come back and they're just always there. And then someone else who you have really strong feelings for who looks just like them and they're almost super similar. Like, what I like that the anime did is that they slightly tweaked Kagome and Kikyo's looks so that you can definitely discern the difference between the two, besides their voice acting, obviously. But in the manga, they are carbon copies of one another. Like, Mm. completely carbon copies. So, like, Inuyasha waking up every day (laughs) and seeing this girl who is the spitting image of his first love. That's going to hit you every day. And eventually he does, like, because they are very different characters they act very different. They have different personalities, mannerisms, different smells, because he can discern smells with his demon powers. You know, he'll yeah. eventually see I them. I vaguely like, remember yeah. that, because
1: he's a dog demon. Exactly. They have good noses. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: You'll eventually, he eventually, like, sees them, like, no, you are clearly Kagome. And Kagome is very vocal on saying, I am not Kikyo, I am Kagome. Because where they travel, and they meet people that knew Kikyo when she, when she was alive. And yeah. at first glance, they're like, oh my gosh, Kikyo. And she goes, no, I am Kagome. She makes that clear in every single iteration of this, so no one can be confused. So it, it it can mix up, I think, and I wish people would give him some grace for that. But you know, it's a shonen and he's a male MC, so they're not gonna do that. But I wish yeah. they would. And then a lot of people also prefer for Kagome to go with Koga because he, when he first meets her, he goes, "Oh no, you're gonna be my wife!" Like he dotes on her. And all that. And Inuyasha hates that. Because he's like, excuse you, who are you? Like, he won't say his feelings. but Of course
1: not. Of yeah, course but not. But
0: he also doesn't want anyone else to be interested in Kagome. Like, any type of male character that's interested in Kagome, he's all like, excuse me, no. And then some of them are like, well, do you like her? And he goes, absolutely not. But also, you can't like her either.
1: <laughs> you know, the... Eye roll boys. Please.
0: Yeah. Teenage boys. Yeah. And it's just really funny because, like, she sees... Kagomi. She sees something in Unyasha that she obviously thinks is worthwhile after well, as their relationship develops because when they first meet, they're not they don't like each other. Yeah. Him more so her than her. <laughs> and then he learns to trust her after his, you know, tragic backstory. And she develops feelings and learns to trust him. But everyone around her is pretty much like, you know, he's not the best for you. Like Koga's always like, I'll be better for you, I'll treat you kind. Her human friends are like because every time she talks about this kid, because, uh, I don't know if I mentioned earlier, she can travel back and forth between the feudal era and modern day. Uh, that was actually one of my questions, yeah. <laughs> because that's something I didn't recall. I forgot to mention that. Sorry. Yeah. So she has the power to time travel, essentially. She's like the only one in that world, her and Inuyasha, who can go back and forth through yeah. the well of her family shrine. So on occasion, she'll go back home to like, re-up on supplies from modern era, first aid, ramen. Inuyasha loves ramen. <laughs> Why just, is that
1: so adorable?
0: It's so cute. It's like he discovered it. and It's like the best thing in his world. To but she goes back and forth, and then I mean, she Naruto would her, agree. <laughs> yes, she goes to um, update her family to make sure she's okay. Sometimes when she just wants modern appliances like a bath, she just goes home, and then she'll go to school in a few days. Tell her friends in so many words because they're not going to believe everything about this boy. She's that's hanging true. With. Is it everything? Is the time equal? No, and it's really. It's an ongoing joke because like whenever she leaves to go back to the feudal era, her family makes up, especially her grandfather, makes up these elaborate illnesses
1: on why she can't go to school. So the time is equal. Oh yes, yeah, like, sorry. The amount of <laughs> sorry, sorry, I should elaborate. The time she spends in you said the feudal era? Feudal era, yes. Okay. The time that she spends there is equal to the amount of time. So it's not like she left and then she comes back and it's like no time has been has yes, passed. It's the no, same amount of time. Time
0: passes like regular, yeah. Okay, gotcha, um, so, okay. And she misses a lot of school all the time. <laughs> so, like, there's running jokes when she's like, I have to go back because I have a math test. And they're like, we have to find these Shikan jewels." Narakus out there. And she goes, and I have to graduate school. So, <laughs> here's what I'm going to do. We're going to go back for three days. I'm going to take this test, and then we'll come back, and we'll beat Naraku, you know? And then her family has, like, these elaborate illnesses for her. And there's this sweet boy, Hojo, who likes her, who's always bringing ailments, and her friends want her to be with Hojo because every time she comes back and talks about Inuyasha in oh so many words because she can't be like I'm hanging out with this dog demon she they're like he sounds awful why would you want him Hojo's right there he's the good guy (laughs) TM you know (laughs) and she's like no Inuyasha has his good parts you know it's
1: just buried and only I can reach them (laughs) it's really sounds like most anime boys actually Mm -hmm. most yeah most anime boys
0: it's hilarious uh it's one of the the funniest parts of this series that i enjoy yeah
1: and well so- i shouldn't say most anime boys but it sounds very typical anime boy continue yeah because <laughs> yeah, like s- some episodes are like that where they're just like
0: i need she needs to go to back home just because she wants to be in her bed so she'll go home and inuyasha will follow her just to see what the model world is and he acts like a dog so when he's trying to find her he'll be sniffing the ground and the people around him are like yo what are you doing yeah i smoke a gome and they're like what does that mean? <laughs> He's walking around in his like, feudal era robe and he only wears a cap to hide his ears, but he has no feet, no feet, no shoes on, just walking around the streets of Tokyo looking as for a girl. And then or he or finds her like, one day at school and just hanging out of a tree and she's like, can you not? <laughs> it, this is a funny episode like that. It's not like super serious. It does have, it's one of Rumiko's more serious series, but it does have its light, fluffy, funny moments.
1: I was going to say cuz like I feel like there's usually with her series like a serious central topic but most of it is kind of like antics and fluff. Yeah, a lot of
0: her series are very much comedies. Her more serious ones would be like Inuyasha and in Mermaid Saga and yeah. recently um, her newest series Mao, which is very similar to Inuyasha. Another wrap up point. This anime and this might be a little bit controversial. This anime is my favorite Dub anime. I prefer the dub of this anime over the sub. Hands down, every day, a hill
1: will die on. Forever. (laughs) I do remember liking the voice of Inuyasha. I don't remember what it sounds like, but I remember liking it. It's perfect. Richard Ian
0: Cox is his VA, and I adore this man's Inuyasha. It is my favorite. Like, (laughs) I don't know how else to describe it. It's just so good. And I know a lot of people don't like English dubs, which is awful because they do a lot of good work. But for me, this is just a perfect English dub out of any anime I've ever watched. I just, maybe because I already started it in English, so then watching it in Japanese just didn't hit for me. But for yeah. other shows, I can do both, and I'm just fine. You know, there's one I have a preference for, but for Inuyasha, I just, the English dub I think is perfect. I think all the VAs did a great job in encapsulating all the characters for the entire series, and I will always prefer to watch this in English.
1: You know, yeah. that's fair. I, I mean, you don't have to to tell me because my best friend is a voice actor. Mm-hmm. So I know they do good work and I will always try to support them when I can, even though there are some people on my channel who think I should do otherwise. But that's fine. You can have your opinions. Yeah. Um, I'm not a stickler
0: for either. You know, I...
1: Me either. And I think, the, like I told you, the only thing I've ever been like, I really prefer to watch it in Japanese is Cardcaptor Sakura. Mm. Because in the beginning, I loved card Captors. But it wasn't the full series because they cut out so much stuff. Yeah. So when I watched it in Japanese, I was like, oh my gosh, so much stuff was missing. Mm-hmm. And then when they redubbed it, I was just like, I just couldn't. Because I just, I had that, the not only the nostalgia of card captors in my heart, but also the original Japanese yeah. voices. So, but other than that, most of the time, I don't really care. No, I get that. I
0: initially felt that within Yasha because I watched the entire series dubbed and then when they finished the series with Inuyasha, the final act, it was only available in Japanese. So I had no choice but to watch it in just Japanese, which is fine. Still enjoyed it. But then I obviously I rewatched it once it was fully dubbed because I needed to hear Richard Aiden Cox's Inuyasha because I love it. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it just hits different for me. <laughs> I
1: love That's it so That's fair. Much. It could also be a nostalgia thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I definitely, I agree. Sometimes they're just like, and I've done both. Like there are sometimes when I watched stuff, I told you, I think, well, maybe I didn't say it because we didn't talk about it. But when I watched Fairy Tale, I was watching it when it was still coming out. So there came a point where there was more episodes, but they were only available in Japanese. And at that mm-hmm. point I had been only watching it in dub. And I was like, absolutely not I have to know what happens next so I sure did watch it in sub which I didn't mind because I have no problems watching it but then I did go back and watch it in dub because I do like the voice actors of fairy tale of English which I'm pretty sure I have also an unpopular opinion on that front but I actually (laughs) like the voice actors
0: yeah my final wrap up point I think I mentioned this earlier was the fact that I believe this series has one of the best antagonists in Naraku I tend to judge my antagonists by how much I dread them coming onto screen (laughs) And like I mentioned with this man, every time he was around, I'm just like, could you go
1: away? Gosh, I understand. So I can agree with that irritating. point. Especially that's with the kind of puppets. how I feel about Orochimaru. <laughs> I know he's a good antagonist. I, was, I had to explain myself, I feel, to some of my people. I was like, yes, I understand that he's really powerful and strong. And that's why I don't want him to be here. <laughs> Because I know he's good at what he does, well, and I hate him for it. But I also love him as an antagonist. But I want him to go away and leave these poor babies alone. So here's the funny thing about Naraku.
0: Yes, he's powerful, but he's not super powerful, in my opinion, which how I how I interpret this him in this series. You know, yeah, he is very manipulative. Hence the whole feud between Inuyasha and Kikyo, and he also uses puppets a lot to do his dirty work because and he has a whole backstory as to why he does this because he's not super, super strong. He gets stronger towards the end of the series because of the whole Shikan jewel but initially he's not like a very powerful character. He's just an ominous character who is always there and pulling the strings and has a hand in something and I like that about him because it's like he, had to, he doesn't have to use brute strength, essentially, to get yeah, his points. Yeah, work across. smarter, not harder. A, yeah. Also, I would recommend reading the manga and watching the series because they do tweak the ending in the anime a little bit slightly from the manga. Just throwing that out there without giving it okay. away. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. I love this series. It's one of my comfort watches. I could watch it all the time. Even the OVAs, uh, the movies, if you will. Uh, they are just so good. I love this series. It's literally my top three it's my second favorite after sailor moon <laughs> yeah it's above hunter hunter which is surprising but
1: yeah I... actually i can believe that I can...
0: <laughs> well I, I was watching inuyasha before i watched hunter hunter so that's that a little bit yeah. it has more of the nostalgia kick to it for me
1: that's fair but it makes more sense at least you have an actual tiered
0: <laughs> list well, another final point of this show that i love is the end credit music they are bops the ending music is some of my favorites, especially because I, a lot of us, a lot of millennials, vividly remember because Inuyasha used to come on really late on Tsunami, so you'd fall asleep and then wake up to one of the op, the op to the ending credits of Inuyasha, and it's like a running <laughs> joke throughout the anime community because of that. And it's a good song; I love it.
1: You know, that's fair. When I went to Japan, I don't know if I told you, but one of our assignments is that we had to go to a karaoke place and I had to sing a song fully in Japanese Mm -hmm. and one of the girls in my class her like all-time favorite is Inuyasha so she sung the opening of Inuyasha and everybody in class knew it except for me (laughs)
0: because
1: Uh I had not watched it and so I was like I understand that this is from Inuyasha but I don't know all the words like all y'all do so I apologize for being a bad anime fan (laughs) it happens. yeah it's just they're good
0: music, and it's all—it's very calming. <laughs> yeah, and I love—I loved it. But yeah, that is cool. without giving out too much because it's a very long series. That's that is fair. Nuyasha, my second favorite anime manga of all time.
1: Well, hooray! hooray. Thanks for that. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I did learn a lot because I <laughs> there's some things that I had questions about. And you answered them, and it was great. I am more curious. But oh. I do, again, I struggle if I'm going to watch it. If I do watch it, am I going to do reactions to it? Because I do know a lot more about Inuyasha than I did about Naruto when I started. Mm-hmm. So I don't know.
0: I think it's good series to maybe revisit. Because we watched the first three episodes, and I read the first five volumes of the manga and anime just to like do a refresher. And they're like things that I forgot that I was just like, Oh yeah, this show is really funny. So like maybe do something similar to that. Yeah. Or like okay. joke like not jokes. Um throw some in here or Because, like I said, it is a long series. Um, yeah. um but it's it's a comfort anime, you know? For me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, Where mm-hmm. can you watch Anyasha, Lisa? Yeah. On Anyasha,
0: it is available on Netflix and Hulu. Ooh. Yes. So I could watch it. Yes. I I also have some recommendations and resources for you.
1: Great. Recommendation
0: the away. All right. So for those if you like Inuyasha, I would recommend Kamisama Kiss for more like the adventure fantasy, even though I haven't finished it, but I've heard amazing things about it and I believe you're a fan. Yona of the dawn. Okay, maybe it was someone else who recommended that
1: to me. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was not me, but I ha okay. I almost bought it and I did it and I haven't been able to find volume one since. So yeah. All right. I'm like you know what? Not meant to be. So it's a journey for us to now find yeah. volume one. All right, and maybe then we last... watch it together eventually, sometime maybe. <laughs>
0: yeah, and my last recommendations is Mermaid Saga and Mao, both are by Ramiko Takahashi. I mm-hmm. adore this woman's work, so I will admit Mao. I did not start. I start. I did not finish. It is very, very similar to Inuyasha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, it's out of all of her series, it's the most similar to Inuyasha. That's why I started it. Okay. So I would recommend those. But Yeah.
1: And then I have right.
0: um, cool. resources of some two YouTube videos that I will put in our descriptions.
1: Fabulous! Thanks, Lisa.
0: You're welcome. Everybody, watch Anyasha because <laughs> I said so. <laughs> if <you haven't> <laughs> or rewatch it because it's great.
1: <laughs> I it's on my list. Whether I choose to do reactions or not is still up in the air, but it's on the list. <laughs> All right. Well. Thank you all for joining us. And if you'd like to be a part of the conversation further, you can follow me, Cassie, on Twitter and Instagram at sassykcreates.
0: You can follow me on Instagram or TikTok, if it's not banned, at bway underscore baby 425.
1: Ooh. And if you have any respectful thoughts, feelings about Inuyasha, and is it also your favorite? And do you have a slight obsession with white-haired characters because of Inuyasha, just like Lisa? Or if you want us to be as obsessed with something as you are, you can visit my website, sassycassie.com, where this podcast and all other manners of the abyss have gathered. And if you'd like to support me further, I have a YouTube where I just talked about mm-hmm. my top five, which we did talk about, I think, maybe at one point. We've yes. talked about some of my top fives in this podcast. Mm-hmm. But I go into a little, I guess, like a shortened version of in-depth of that um, in my a recent video. So check out my YouTube, Sassy Cassie. I also have a Patreon, which is under Sassy Cassie. And I have an Etsy shop, which is under Nerd Blossom. But my username is also Sassy Cassie. A lot of people are like, why'd you do something different? And I was like, well, because the Sassy Cassie was already taken as a store, but not as a username. Mm -hmm. So, But it's fine. worked out. But anyway, if you'd like to support us, you can also leave us a review or leave us a review. You don't have to do all those things and leave us a review. Leave us a review, a comment, a suggestion. We appreciate all the things. Yes. So thank you all for joining us and being a part of the conversation and hearing us out. Thank you.